Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the... 757. Good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good today. That's good. That's good. It's definitely a rainy, rainy, dreary day. Very. Yeah. I wasn't... Ex- I mean, with the weather yeah. channels here, they always tell you that the weather is going to be one thing. But then I never expect for it to be correct. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they're always typically wrong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that type of weather. Yeah. So I looked at the weather app mm-hmm. and seen normally when it's like rain, when it's consistent rain the that's whole day, <laughs> then that's when it's going to rain. But if it's like a pocket where it may they, they may be yeah. saying it rains for like two or three hours, mm-hmm. you know, then things can kind of change and that won't happen. But mm-hmm. it literally said it was going to rain Friday and Saturday. And potentially Sunday. So I knew it was going to rain like this because it had it like for 100%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still it's still a good Friday. Today is a good Friday. um, Which is pretty, pretty good. I mean, I love uh, I love this time of the year, man. You know what I mean? And a matter of fact, I remember my daughter was born on Good Friday three years ago. So that was pretty cool. So that means she has a birthday coming up. That does. That does. That does. Her birthday is on Monday. So yep. yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. It nice. landed right on spring break week too. So you know she, you know how we always say like oh, I'm a party the whole week. Like she literally probably was gonna want to party the whole week. So yeah. Yeah, given that in you know next ten years plus, yeah. or maybe eighteen, <laughs> April is yeah still spring break season. I mean yeah yeah, but I guess it just landed right on you know yeah so yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so I already know, like, when she gets older and when she's, like, in high school or especially, like, college, she can be like, oh, yeah, for my birthday, we can go spring bling. Spring. Remember back when we was growing up? Take it back. I'm kind of jumping around. Remember spring bling? Did you ever watch spring bling on TV? In Miami? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they had, like, the concerts. <laughs> yeah. I seen somebody post, like, it was funny. Again, I'm going way left here. But I seen somebody post on probably I think it was Instagram like a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, they were like, man, my goal was always to get to spring bling and they just stopped it. Who who would who would uh who would love to see this happen again and all you know, all of the people who grew up in the early two thousands like go or whatever. But you remember, you know, it was uh you know, like the early 2000s, and it was always on spring break. They had, because I think BET had like a yep. spring bling, and then MTV had something. They had their version of it, too. Yep. And so I remember it used to always kind of rival back and forth or whatnot. But, um, yeah, that, they used to be sweet. They used to be squirting the water guns, and they had the beach balls going. It was the crowd was going crazy and all that. Yeah, I always wanted to go to that, John. So, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so I can imagine I, my I, daughter's going to be like, you know, Cancun birthday. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, nah, nope, I'm on the plane with you. You better let her go live nah, her best life. Nah, she, not. <laughs> she probably won't even be like that, though. I hope um, not. So, yes, I do know exactly what you're talking about. Um, there's been instances, like, because when I used to live in Miami, I didn't really keep up with, like, the, the, the holiday party scenes like that. Yeah. But then let's just say... I had a friend or a family member who came in town. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they would hit me up and be like, hey, let's go out and do something, right? Yeah. So I remember one year, I used to go to the beach every Sunday. Every Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, we would watch, especially during, like, basketball or football season, we would go to the beach, 
hang out all day on the sand, in the water, whatever. And then we would go to the restaurants to watch the games. And we would go to, like, the Clevelander and stuff like that. So it was this one Sunday where it must it must have been spring break um, for college students. Because remember, you know, college student spring break is different from kids spring break. Sure. And I was used to kids spring break because yeah. I had a kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't even – I would – every time that time of year would come around because I had – done college i was done with that i had a kid that was actively in school so yeah i would be worried about my spring break yeah. Yeah, he, was on, he was on that calendar correct <laughs> yeah went to the beach and it was college spring break i was like oh man yeah. but i was already on south beach so i was just like you know what i'm here yeah i'm just gonna stay yeah. and they did that that whole spring bling type of thing so yeah. there was someone out there mm-hmm. it was like a bunch of people it was like two, three, four girls in the middle of this crowd dancing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys know this, but South Beach is a topless beach. So you can be pretty much naked out there. Correct. <laughs> and it's not illegal. Correct. 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 So <laughs> just think about that. That's yeah. exactly what was happening. I was yeah. like, what the heck is going on? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. So I just sat there continuing what I was doing. And I and I ended up moving. We ended up moving our stuff a little bit further down the beach yeah. to kind of get away from that big crowd. Because for me, big crowds always seem to be to bring bad things. So mm-hmm. you never know. They might bump into each other. Somebody's girl might not like this, and then all of a sudden there's a fight that breaks out. And I don't like to be in the midst of that. I'm the person that r- goes the opposite way. I'm not yeah. trying to look at the drama. Yeah. So, yeah, moving on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, sorry, I know we went left and started off. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, it's definitely good Friday. I'm in a good mood, you know. So, hopefully this weather shifts a little bit, uh, you know, towards the end of this weekend so we can enjoy some good weather this good weekend. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, this past week, I am officially a VHDA qualified trainer oh okay yes so i had like the little you know ah, i had like the little clappers i would i would play them right now and we need to get like some little effects to them we need to work on that yeah holla at management on that one (laughs) (laughs) we'll go ahead congrats though congrats congrats yes so what that basically what that means is is um i think we talked about the virginia housing program and how you know you have to be within a certain income limitation in order to qualify but one of the other um items that you have to complete is their first time homebuyers course and so a lot of people especially since the pandemic have been taking the opportunity or the advantage of taking the class online but there are still people who conduct these uh classes in in person so typically as a as a loan officer i you know send them to the online um platform to to complete the class virtually but if it's a person that wants to take the class in person, now I can instruct a class and that's cool. um, sign their certificates of completion and things like that. So that's exciting news. I that's was really uh, I was definitely excited about taking the training, and when it came, it was like, oh my god, I gotta send this training for real. But I learned a lot, and um, I can't wait to uh, set up and facilitate one. So that's dope. Yeah. yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Let me know. I'll try to maybe come pop in and the first one you do. Yeah, show you some love. Sure. Show you some love. So that's cool. For sure. So I was excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday I had a closing. So right after the closing, me and the real estate agent, we went to Cork and Bull and had lunch. 
And let's just say their food is good. This is in Chesapeake Summit Point. It's a new restaurant that just recently opened up. And um, I had like a chicken and shrimp pesto pasta. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Magnifico. Magnifico. (laughs) It was so good. Um, I definitely can't wait to go back. I really want to try it for dinner. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to do so, but hopefully one day I'll get the opportunity to go out at in the evening and actually hang because yeah. I don't really get to do that too often. Nah, I hear you. I hear Hardly you, ever. Only yeah. time I go out is if it's work related. Yeah, so. yeah I feel you. Yeah, me, me too. A lot of times, I mean, for us, I mean, we have babysitters that we can rely on. Really, it's just my parents, uh, Brooke's mother sometimes, and then also uh, – one of my buddies, his daughter, she's uh, I think she just turned 18. She's a senior yeah. in high school, so she uh, she watches our kids from time to time. My son actually has a big crush on her, so it's kind of funny. That um, is so funny. speaking of Corkinbull, last Friday, um, like you mentioned, I mean Brooke and I have been wanting to go to Corkinbull because it's, it's it opened maybe like a month and a half, two months ago, sometime in February, if I'm not mistaken. Into um, February, so it's February. basically March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, we went there um, last Friday, did a date night. Um, it was cool. Like you said, I mean, I um, haven't tried their lunch yet, but the dinner was really, really good. Um, we ended up getting the seafood tower. Um, that's something that we typically like. Anytime a, a restaurant offers, you know, the seafood tower where you can get like lobster, oysters, um, shrimp, ceviche. Is it cold? Yeah, it was cold. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Ceviche, you know, all of the above. We typically order that. And so we had that, and then we also shared uh, a big ribeye steak with some mashed potatoes and asparagus. So that was pretty good, you know. That was, we had a, like I said, a really, really good time. So I'm definitely looking forward to going back and checking out Cork and Bull more. I've met the owner before, um, so it was pretty cool, you know, as well, seeing him again um, that evening. Um, but, yeah, Cork and Bull is, is, is dope. It's really, really good. Yeah, I uh, actually met the owner, too, yesterday. He came over. He talked to us. He came over twice and okay. talked to us, which was not normal for more, for most owners. Um, so he was he was really nice. How was the – was there, like, a good amount of people since they just started? I know they just started doing lunch this week today. Was it, like, a lot of people in there or no? So I sat at the bar, um, and there was someone – there was people in so okay so you've been in there before so yeah. obviously when you first walk through the doors you got the bar and they have a pretty long bar too so we sat at the at the um at the bar where they make the oysters okay. the oyster bar that's mm-hmm. where we sat and there were tables that were full behind us but then on the other side of the restaurant there was tables over there as well so mm-hmm. i would say for a lunch for a company that just recently opened this week i mean I don't. I feel like it was it was enough people. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just just wondering usually, if it would be. You know, lunch spots they don't, and t- especially the week of people probably probably really don't know that they're open. Exactly. So. That's what I was asking because I know I think it'll eventually get really packed. Oh, of course. Um, just because of where it's located. I mean, you have you know the way they are building it, making it a downtown exactly. area. I mean, you have all those people that live right there. I mean, most of them probably gone at work, but also a lot of times. People are now working from home, so I can mm-hmm. definitely see people popping down there and, uh, exactly. and grabbing lunch or whatnot. So yeah, exactly, that's cool. that's cool. Yeah. So um, last weekend, I had you know a day's worth of sports. So I did volleyball and soccer, but uh, we got to the soccer game, and I don't know about you or your children, but the 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 allergy season is killing us. <laughs> yeah. My daughter, she so she's playing soccer as well, and the pollen 
is so high like when she comes home her eyes are like watery red even to the point of like the the fluid like you know like it's mm-hmm. just running down her face and then that stuff dries up so she has like the crust around her eyes and I'm just like oh my god I don't know what to do yeah. I give her Benadryl sometimes at night like on game night I'll give her like a Benadryl so it's like in her system and then I'll give her a Claritin that morning I'll put eye drops in her eyes and it does not work Yeah. at all Yeah. and I'm just over here like what? I don't know what to do I don't know if I should just take her out because it's like really bad Yeah. it's really really bad yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's tough. I mean, my my kids, uh, my whole household, we all we all have allergies. Um, you know, I take allergy medicine every single morning. So yeah, do all of them. Um, you know, some days are worse than others. Um, it's kind of one of them things. Just growing up here, being in the area, it's it's always been like that. To be honest with you, um, I've some seasons, some some years, you know, higher than than others. But for the most part, it's consistent. We get pollen. Always high. <laughs> yeah, it's consistent. We always get pollen, so allergies are always a, a thing if uh, you know if, if, if you're affected by them. And so I've, I've just kind of got used to it. I kind of just know, like, <clears throat> normally around, like, March time, you know, I'll start, you know, sneezing, have a little sinus here and there. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, it's allergy season. I already yeah. know what it is, so I kind of just deal with it for, like, a month, month and a half is typically how long. Um, oh, yeah, it, and it I have you around, but during yeah. this time it kills me. Yeah, it's probably a little more yeah. severe, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's the thing, and it's funny. Um, I remember growing up as a kid, man. I had it really, really bad. My dad, my whole, like I said again, my I knew my kids would have it because my my parents had it. I had it. My sister did, um, and she, I think that she still does. Actually, I was talking to her about it a couple of weeks ago. But <laughs> but yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough. Like I said, I don't know. I, I think just. You know, it's kind of one of the things you just got to deal with, especially being in this area. You know, it's a high pollen Oh, area, trust so. me. I know. We don't yeah. have a choice. Yeah. Either that or move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday was the 5th, right? No, two days ago was the 5th. So I had my inspection for um, my Section 8 tenant for the repairs that were required. I'm still waiting to see if, if I passed. I wonder if... Uh, how things went. The tenant didn't reach out to me, so I assumed everything was all good. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I'll get a letter here soon. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. I know. Uh, this past week, honestly, work-wise, was pretty pretty steady. I know I mentioned earlier we had went out um, and had dinner Friday night. Um, Saturday, now had a game um, that we went to, and then. Uh, that that evening we had an event, uh, Sophia and I um, and a couple of agents that uh, we work with mm-hmm. um, had a CPO event. Um, it was for it was a chief petty officer, right? Yep. Yeah, chief petty officer event down in uh, or up at Hampton. Um, it was pretty cool. It was over at the Hampton Convention Center. Um, had yeah, a lot it was of a folks, nice venue. Yeah, nice venue. Um, had a lot of folks come out. You know, and uh, you know, came by. We had like a little table set up there. Mm-hmm. Um, have folks come by. You know, um, we had a gi- couple of giveaways that we gave away that evening. Um, yep. It was a vacuum cleaner was one, and then one was a, you know, a most, liquor basket. yeah, liquor basket. You know, most military yeah. folks, you like know, drink. drink like a sailor, as they yeah. say, right? You know, so um, so it was cool. Like I said, I mean, we had a good time, good turnout. We had the best giveaways. We actually. did. Yeah. We absolutely did. I, mean, I think definitely yeah. we had the best giveaways. And the only thing about it, like I said, with me going mm-hmm. out. Friday night with Brooke, and then that very next day, going that to that event. Cause that event was basically from like seven to eleven. 
Um, so it was a long, you know, a longer event. It was at nighttime and it was all the way in Hampton, which I live like 45 minutes from Hampton. So, right. you know, I didn't get back home until like close to midnight, man. And it was just like, it was a lot. So I know Sunday I was drained. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty drained on Sunday. Yep. Yep. Those events, I mean, events, believe it or not, they can be fun. Yeah. But at the same time, you're required to just like be overly talkative. Correct. And because I'm not an overly talkative person to begin with, yeah, the the efforts are a lot higher, so it drains me. Gotcha. So the next day, I'm like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> don't call me. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's kind of honestly. I mean, I'm I'm I would say I'm probably more of a talkative person than you. Probably. Okay. It's a definite Under, green check. statement, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Not a blue check like Instagram. They they no. paying for them now. No. no. All right. Um, green. Green check. Okay. But uh, but yeah, no. So, like, I I be feeling the same way. Like you said, like I got family and and even friends that call me, and I talk so much throughout the day because I'm talking on the phone with clients, you know, my operations team you um Laura. Just, yeah Laura Kayla, Kayla. I mean, yeah I mean every, it's, I'm talking to a lot of people throughout the day Bill. yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> I'm talking to a lot of people throughout the day so like when it's like six seven o'clock in the evening and then my cousin calls more even my boy Lou he hit me and I know that they like to talk and they want to talk for like an hour like we can't have no short conversation I feel rude always trying to cut the conversation short like, a lot of times, man, I don't even answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless it's, like, something where I know a specific thing they're calling, I know a lot of times they like to just kind of catch up and talk about stuff and talk yep. about whatever. Like, I'm so talked out <laughs> that I have no talking left in me. You know right. what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean when it comes to that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You, you definitely don't want to. I know for me, especially, like, my middle child, my, my July baby. When I tell you that girl can talk, yeah. and it's funny because I didn't even mention the kids. You're right. Like when I pick my kids up from school, like my son, yeah. I, mean, I always ask them how their day is, and, and they just be talking, talking. And then when I get home, they talking, just talking, 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 talking. And his thing is, he always want to know why. Like it's never just like he asks a question and you give him an answer. Then it's like, well, why? Well, why? Mm-hmm. Well, 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 why? And I'm because, like, come beca- on, bro. And because they're so young, you definitely want to explain. Why. I try to explain it because I don't want to. Just... Sometimes you just be like, look, because Bruh, I said so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know that. That's how I am. Yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes I tell my kids like, let's play the quiet game. Yeah. Let's see who could be quiet longer. Yeah. Um, I even will give a prize out. Who want ice cream if they quiet? Like sometimes I just be needing the quiet. Yeah, my like, kids got it bad. I, I've tried that a couple times, man. Yeah. It don't work. Not consistently. It don't work. What? It may. It may. See, maybe that's when you gotta you gotta get the ice cream and eat it in front of them. Like I was the one quiet. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that works a little bit in front of my daughter. My son, man, he built different, man. Yeah. Like, he don't. He's like, that's all right. I'm yeah, going to get something I'm cool. Else. Yeah. He, he just, like, he go like he, he goes down with the ship, as I'll say. Like, however he feels and whatever he want to do, he's going to do it. No matter what kind of punishment you say or you threaten or whatever. You say, that hey, you can't funny. do this. He'll be like, okay. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Like, I'm, like I want to do what I want to do in that moment. So, if I got to sacrifice not getting something, I know I'll eventually get it again later. So what you gonna do about it? That's how I mean, and he stand on it. Which I'm like, dang, like it's crazy. It's crazy. So I hope he channels that energy in other areas that could really benefit him later on. But yeah. right now, that don't be getting on my nerves. That is so, funny. Yeah, that's funny. So another good thing um, that happened this week is uh, 
we finally got our venue set up for our second uh, marketing event. Yep. So um, now we're in process of picking out the food items. Yeah. Which I think that we'll have here in the next like week or so, and then we can start kind of um, advertising for it, and and we'll be sending out personal invites to certain individuals to come out and enjoy the market event. I yeah, think absolutely. the first one was so successful yeah, that was, yeah. we had to have another one. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I think that this second venue is better than the first. Um, That's what I think. Yeah, I, I think it has its pros and cons. I think the it looks better, like because it's like right by the water. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's the other one was more convenient. And I know how a lot of the times when it comes to having events, like where it's located is like you know how they say like you know real prime real estate or whatever. Like so, in town center is always a good place to have an event because it's kind of like a real central location for most people, no matter where you live, Chesapeake, Norfolk, yeah. whatever. As long as you stay on this side of the water, for most of the part, you know, it's, it's pretty centralized. But where the other one is, it's kind of like tucked away in the cut. Yeah. And so that's the only thing about it. But, yeah, as far as the event space itself, yeah, the event space is fire. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely top tier. But yeah. it's just I know sometimes people going to look at it like, hey, where it's located and what they got to do to get there. I just but see, sometimes. I think our time, I think that, okay, so before, I agree with you, but before, the first um, uh, event was from what, three to six, I think it was? Three to five? I, yeah. don't, I don't remember. Three, three to seven? Three to six, I want to say. It was like around happy hour time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, three, six, three, so seven. So whatever yeah. the time frame was, <clears throat> um, I feel like that was during rush hour. So even though people came during a pretty reasonable you know, time, when they left, depending on where you live, you might have caught some traffic getting home, right? But this particular event that we're having is going to be hosted at 11 a.m. Because it's, it's more catered around, like, brunch. And so I feel like even though it's a little further than Town Center, I do feel that... A lot that, further than Town Center. But go ahead. Yeah. I do feel... <laughs> I do feel, I don't know if you guys remember a conversation from, like, episodes ago when I was talking about how far things are. And he was like, oh, it's only 15 minutes. It's only 20 minutes. And yeah. then now I'm talking about this event. And he's making it seem like we driving to, to Richmond. <laughs> it's not wow. that far. Okay. So how, so, okay. Compared to so your, you want to go there. Compared to what you believe is so, far. Okay, so, whoa, whoa, you definitely don't want to go there because, like you said, we've had this conversation uh-huh. before. and So you should you, be on board. I'm, again, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about other people. You see, I never included myself in talking about when it comes to people getting there. Like, I'm talking about well, how it is for other people. I'm a positive person. I'm just, <laughs> Like you said all the time, I'm positive, but I'm realistic, right? Isn't that what you always say? I'm realistic. So I'm being <laughs> realistic. And I, I just know, being from this area, knowing how it works, uh-huh. is that people are going to look and say, oh, that's a little bit far, and that may deter a couple of folks. But as far as the venue itself, the venue is dope, and I think I think a lot of people are going to try. I think it's going to be a great time. Yeah, I, mean, I think not, so, too. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I was just talking about far as the... Uh, but given the located. time of day, I do think that it'll be a little bit easier to yeah. to, to get there and to leave and still yeah, have enough I mean, time that's to why finish out your day. Pros so. and cons, like I said, because even with it being earlier in the day, I mean, you got folks who couldn't come to the last event because of, like, you know, their kids getting out of school and all Correct. of that, right? With this one, I mean, most, you know, if their kids are in school, 
um, I mean, that's not really an issue. Correct. You know what it's I mean? It's not so, an issue at all. Yeah, I so. even had an agent because I, t- I told them about the event yesterday because um, they actually reached out to me. I was like, when are you having the next one? And mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's going to be on the 16th from 11 to 2. They were like, oh, man, my daughter's graduating on the 17th, but I'll just make sure I book a late flight that night. <laughs> Oh wow! Just to come, I was oh, like, wow. "See, that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's dedication right there." Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. I might need to start a what is it a, 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 a an event coordinating uh, hustle, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yesterday when I picked up Carter, he um, he wasn't feeling too good. Uh, I know this is completely switching subjects, so um, he had a fever, and I'm like, "Man, where the heck did this fever come from?" Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that. Um, his fever doesn't trickle into the weekend because I really want to take the kids somewhere. I, I looked at my schedule for next weekend. I have something for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So I can't really go out of town um, those days. So if I do decide to go anywhere and do decide to go out of town, I'm going to either have to leave sun, um, Monday, come back Tuesday, or maybe leave Monday, come back early Wednesday morning. So, um just trying to figure out like what to do basically with the kids in regards to like spring break because i don't want them just sitting in the house yeah we already got uh i mean we haven't necessarily designated days yet but we have like an agenda we want to i know monday with it actually being sloan's birthday we'll probably like go to like breakfast maybe like be in the biscuit or tulu um you know as far as you know doing that and then we also want to go see that mario movie um the kids want to did it come out, out? Mm-hmm. it's out when I don't know exactly. I know it's in the movie theaters right now. I don't know when oh, it came out. Oh, I might out. go that tonight. I'm going to do that tonight. Yeah, so the Listen. Mario movie's out, so they want to see that. So. I, love, I love taking my kids to the movies. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a time where they can't talk much. They having fun. They enjoying themselves. They get to eat. It's always a good time. Correct. I, so, I, yeah. yeah. Thank so, you for telling me because oh, I didn't yeah. even realize that that movie came out. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. So I got Sloan Brunch. Um... You know, then the movies at some point. Then um, my now he wants to go to Top Golf. Uh, he really okay. likes. He's like the place that you hit the balls with the food. That's what he calls it. The place you hit the ball with the food. So I'm like, That's what's yeah, up. Top Golf. If, so if you guys do Top Golf, you may want to book it like now because I think they give you, they allow you to book seven days ahead. So remember last year I did Carter's birthday at Top Golf. Mm-hmm. And so when I was trying to book, like it was always so hard to book just like a regular, um, I don't even know what they call it. Bay. Bay, mm-hmm. yeah. And so um, basically they were telling me like, well, it opens up seven days ahead. But like if you're the type of person that, you know, you wake up that morning, and you're like, oh, let's do this today. Chances are, especially with it being spring break, it's going to be pretty booked. So yeah, yeah. I would definitely um, book that like this week for yeah. next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look into it. I just hadn't decided what day, um, but I definitely want right. to do that with the kids and then potentially um, like go down to the beach or go like to the aquarium or something like that. So pretty much every day next week, I'm going to do Have like, you been to the planetarium them. here for your kids? Not with my kids. No, oh, I've okay. been to the planetarium before. How is it? Yeah. Is it like nice for kids? Yeah, like, okay. it's nice for kids. Yeah, it's definitely nice. Yeah, I just I haven't been. I was looking that up and um, I wanted to potentially go mm-hmm. because I didn't, I didn't get a chance. To, I looked at the IMAX options, mm-hmm. but another, I want to see like the, the, uh, the galaxy one. Gotcha. They had like polar bears and something else, and okay. I didn't see anything about the like the galaxy and the stars and stuff like that. So yeah. we'll see. 
We will a lot, see. A lot, a lot of fun stuff. I know we kind of got ahead of ourselves for talking about, you know, what we're going to do next week. We're going to be talking about it at the end. But I, I know, know next week is spring break. So it's already kind of my mind trying to plan it out, trying uh-huh. to organize and balance that. feel like you're work. already in it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. I do, man. All right, guys. So, um, you know, every week we like to do what's called exercise your knowledge. And so we ask you a mortgage-related question. And we want you to hold on to that answer. And later on in the segment, don't worry, we will reveal the answer. So today's exercise your knowledge question is, what loan program allows you to remove mortgage insurance if you make a down payment of 20% or more? Okay. it's a good question. Yeah. It's a good question. I know last week we did... Um, a mortgage question kind of similar to this so we'll see we'll see i think folks may know this answer i mean you know yeah may know it yeah i think that uh if you've been paying attention to the different programs because i mean there's you know there's there's tons of different programs but there are you know your basic your mm-hmm. basic four i would say yeah and so within those basic four you know we've kind of broke down what they mean um what's included in them, down payment requirements and things like that. So if you were to um, take a look at mortgage insurance and if you were to make a down payment of 20%, what loan product would you potentially fall in? So definitely think about that and we will reveal that answer later on in the segment. Cool. So today's topic is going to be construction to perm loans. So um, I know that, was it last week, um, a real estate agent reached out to uh, myself and Brian and um, basically said that they had two clients that were looking to purchase using the construction to perm option. And I, I pretty much uh, assisted that to, to be because I really didn't want to wrap my mind around it. <laughs> So I just, you know, handed it off like, yep, you can have that one. It's all yours, <laughs> which they are um, pretty good products. But yeah. um, I know that you recently just took some uh, extra training just to kind of refresh because those aren't really products that we do on a day-to-day basis. Correct. So yeah. um, with that being so- said, we felt like that would be a great topic for today for your peop- for the people who are looking to potentially build um, a property on their own. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of times when you do your, or have your home search, you know, you may be looking for a specific thing and you may not be able to find it out there. Right. So, um, being able to actually customize and build the home that you want is an option, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so the construction of perm loan definitely allows you to facilitate that process. And so I definitely learned a lot more about it than what I've known before. It's been a little while since I've done one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing one right now. Um, shout out to my, my buddy, Sherm. Um, he sent one of his um, clients that he was doing their taxes, and uh, they inquired about the process, and they had already kind of started the process. They were actually in the process now of purchasing the lot. Mm-hmm. And so um, they were looking at trying to get secured or secure financing for the construction piece of it. And so he, lent, he sent them to me, and I just wanted to kind of touch up on um, you know, some of the things about the process so I can make sure I was serving them the right way. So um, there's two different uh, construction loans, I guess you can say. Typically, there's the one-time close construction to perm loan, and then there's also the two-time close construction to perm loan. Mm-hmm. Um, the major difference 
uh, when it comes to the one time or the two time is just about the land, right? So the land that that person is getting the house built on, do they own that land or not, right? So if they're, uh, they already own the land, then, you know, we're going to typically do that one time close. Um, and if they do not own the land, then the two-time two close is there to allow them to get the financing to purchase the land and then also the financing for the construction. Correct. So right now, the one I'm doing um, is for a woman who's a business owner, um, her and her husband, and they're purchasing, they're in the process right now, which they're actually closing next week, where they're purchasing some land in Suffolk. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's already within a community that's established, but the community um, allows, you know, people to individually purchase different parcels and then build their own custom home. Right. So um, she's already securing the lot land from them and she's putting down, I think it's either 20 to 25 percent. That's what that bank is requiring her to put down on this particular piece of land. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like I said, once she buys the land, then she's then you know, working with me and we're kind of making that smooth transition where we're going to help her secure the construction cost. And then we're actually going to have a closing where we're going to pay off the current loan that she just established for that piece of land that she's buying. And then um, and combined in that is going to be the construction cost, right? So she's already working with the builder. They're going over different prices, different finishes that she wants in the home. And so we're going to do that one-time close where we're going to pay off what she owes on the piece of land um, she's going to have now a full loan that she's going to have to make interest payments on um, between now and when construction's going to be completed. And they're estimating, you know, typically about six months uh, for this particular home that she's getting built. Um, the construction to perm loan, um, they want you to be done in about 10 months. Yep. Um, that's typically the allotted time frame. Um, now, if you do go past that 10-month time frame, um, there are costs that are affected or, you know, or penalties that are affected with cost. Mm -hmm. um, so if you, you know, go into 11th month, then there's a $500 fee that's uh, assessed. Um, and then if you go into the another month, so basically a whole year at that particular point, there's an additional $500 uh, cost as well. And then also what happens is because of how long it's taken that project to happen, that builder is now going to be removed off the builder's list. So when it comes to securing construction of perm financing through Atlantic Bay, um, we actually have to go through a process of having that builder um, vetted out and making sure that they're able to uh, perform the task, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, once you've done a loan or done a construction of perm, um, you know, build with us as a builder, then you get put on our list. And so, you know, if you do exceed that, that 10 to 12 or 12 month time frame, then we automatically get removed off that list because we feel that, hey, you may not be fit um, to provide that type of service when it comes to the products that we have, when it comes to the construction piece of it. So, yeah. 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 So there are some um, loan parameters that I wanted to quickly go over with you because, like we said, there are the four major products. So we have like your conventional loan, your FHA, USDA, and your VA loan. So you are allowed to utilize the construction construction to perm loans for each one of these products, but they just may have different requirements. So um, typically on a conventional loan, the uh, minimum credit score is a 620, but when you're looking to um, build and use the construction to perm loan, then they're gonna require for your uh, credit score to be at least a 700. Um, the max debt to income ratio is 45%. So basically what that means is just your uh, monthly gross 
income before taxes and deductions have been taken out. Your gross income divided by your debts um, cannot equal to more than 45%. So um, it's still 5% down payment, which is great. Um, for your second home, it's allowed for you to use the pr product of the construction of perm, but they do require you to make a down payment of 10%. You can only build a one unit property. You can still get the 3% in closing cost assistance from the seller. If you're putting down, I think 25%, you can get up to 6% in closing cost assistance from the um, seller. And then your interest rate, and this is, we're not gonna go into the weeds when it comes to interest rate, but um, we are gonna qualify you based on the prime rate plus 2%. Correct. And so once you actually close, once you're into the process of locking the rate, then um, you'll, you'll, you'll know your rate later on in the, in the process. But qualification wise, we are gonna use the prime rate, prime US rate, Plus two percent. Yeah, and I think the last time I checked, which was a couple days ago, the prime rate was at eight percent. I thought yeah. it was eight point because we just had the point two five raise, so it's eight point two five. I know um, on Tuesday, Tuesday was eight percent. I know I checked for sure. Yeah, oh, Tuesday okay. was eight percent. Um, but and, and so like like what you said, as far as with the qualification piece of it, we would have to qualify that person based on a ten percent rate um, because mm -hmm. it's prime plus two, and then once we get Typically within about 60 days of them, uh, the, of the construction being completed, then we can actually lock them in at a, uh, you know, at actual interest rate, you know, whatever the market is at that time. We also have extended lock options as well um, that, you know, require you to pay something up front that you get refunded back um, at closing. But, yeah, I mean, there's different options, you know, when it comes to that. I don't want to try to get too far into the, uh, the lock piece because it's definitely situational. Yes, it's yeah. definitely situational. Yeah. Um, so FHA allows you to also use that construction to um, perm product as well. And on a typical FHA loan, the minimum credit score is 600. Um, but with this particular product, they do increase it to at least a 640. Um, down payment requirement is still 3.5%. You're only allowed to purchase a one unit uh, property. You could receive 6% in closing cost assistance from the seller. And again, rates are determined based on situational, like uh, like Brian said earlier. Mm -hmm. um, same thing for USDA. Uh, minimum credit score is typically a 600 for USDA, but they do increase it to a 640. Um, now the unique thing is is that with USDA, there's a a hundred percent. Um, finance option so you're not typically required to make a down payment um, for USDA but if you are considering the one-time close there may be a down payment for when you purchased your own land so that does not apply to the actual loan aspect or the construction of the loan yeah so, so I'll, just I'll keep that in mind definitely so I just want to kind of jump in there and just kind of make sure folks understand what that mm -hmm. means so um, the different down payment requirements for the different loan types that Sophia is going over. Um, if you already own the land, then you have equity already, right? And so what happens is before the construction process starts, there is an appraisal that is done, right? Based on, you know, the type of house. So you're going to have right before you start building, 
the size of the home that you're going to build, the finishes, all that stuff is going to be present for an appraiser, the lot itself. And so they'll be able to come up with uh, almost like a subject to value. Say, hey, once the home is complete, this is the value of the home, mm-hmm. right? And then obviously at that point, we'll know exactly what the construction costs are and everything, right? Correct. So if you already own the land, um, you know, then we could actually use the equity that's present when it comes to that appraisal that's done prior to building the home as the down payment on the construction loan, right? So that's huge, especially on the one-time close, right? So if you're, let's say, for instance, like I'm helping this woman right now who is putting down 25% on the lot that she's purchasing. So she's buying the lot, it's like 210000 and she's putting down a little over $40,000. Um, so her loan is going to start around like one sixty, one seventy ish right? So she already has that equity there, right? So that's buying the land. So that's the lot loan. Now, the one-time construction perm that we're doing, you know, she typically would have to do, you know, or put a down payment down because she's going conventional, right? So she would have to put at least 5% down. But we're going to get an appraisal before we kick things off, and there's going to be equity there because when they combine the value of the land and what the the home final, you know, value is going to be when you put those together, there's going to be equity there because of what she already put down on the the lot loan. Mm -hmm. So we're able to utilize that equity as the down payment on the overall construction piece. So that's huge when it comes to the one, the one-time close. On the two-time close, typically, if you don't own the land, so you're actually getting financing for the land and, and the construction mm-hmm. aspect of it, that's why it's the two-time close, then there is a down payment requirement. I think most cases around like 10%, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, yeah. Um, when it comes to that. But again, in the same situation, you're able to utilize that equity so you don't have to make like two down payments, right? That's you can make correct. a down payment on that initial um, you know, equity line of credit to purchase mm-hmm. that p- particular land, and then you know you can use that equity as the uh, the down payment for the construction piece as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'll I'll let you take on the VA loan because that's the only one that we really have left. So yeah, yeah. So VA, um, pretty similar as you noticed, uh, VA, USDA, and uh, FHA are your government loans, and um, they have the same credit score requirements. So you know, VA, we typically allow six hundred. Um, but with the construction to perm piece, uh, it's 640 is the required score. Um, they do allow 100% financing. Um, but again, you know, understanding the difference between the one time and the two time and how that could be leveraged when it comes to the equity piece of it. So if you're doing a two time close, then you will have to put down 10%. Um, but if you're not, if you're doing the one time close, we already own the land, the land and, you know, you're, you're really good without having to put any money down. So that's a huge win. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing as far as the uh, being one unit. So, you know, you can't build a duplex utilizing the financing. It has to be, you know, typically going to be like a single family home, right? Um, then also the max closing cost concessions that are able to be given from the seller is 4%, uh, which is pretty standard, just like normally on a, on a VA purchase as well. Correct. Yeah. yeah. The VA does allow you to get a little bit more Correct. in closing cost assistance sometimes because what they consider closing cost assistance and what your normal products closing cost assistance are, they do differ a little bit, but standard 4% is typically general. Now, one thing um, I do want to mention that um, I did read once before is that on the VA loan, um, during the construction of your property there are interest payments that are made but on the VA loan the builder is the person who has to make those interest payments so um, when utilizing your VA loan it's a great product it's a hundred percent but 
the the veteran cannot uh, pay those fees up front. So that's something that you have to kind of get with your builder on and make sure that they're okay with paying those interest payments. Otherwise, for the other products, the the buyer typically pays those interest payments until the um, the loan has been modified into one. Correct. Yeah. Um, and also with construction to perm loans, obviously this process takes, you know, 10 months, maybe a year um, to complete. And so there are required origination fees that may be um, additional to the fees that you pay to purchase a normal property. And that's because from the aspect of the lender, they're continuously working on this file. So you have to consider that there's always going to be someone from beginning to end working with you. So there are fees associated with um, that process. So Correct. Yeah. And then also um, one one aspect about it, I had a, you know, I remember when I did before and what I'm working on now um, every time. So when you're when you're with the builder and you guys are kind of going over the full job, they're typically going to break it down in probably like five to seven different phases. Mm -hmm. And so when each phase is complete, that's when the builder will call for a draw. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because once the construction loan is closed, you basically have this money sitting in escrow that's waiting to be drawn upon once that particular phase is completed, mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to the construction of the home. So uh, what happens is every time there's a draw request for the builder to get paid to pay himself and pay the subcontractors, um, there's a title search that's done, right? Because they have to confirm, make sure that there was no liens against the property. Mm -hmm. Typically, it's like a mechanic lien. That's something that a lot of folks, um, like I say, a lot of folks, but that's something that if there is a lien that's um, put against the property between when construction started and, um, you know, once that draw request is done, it's typically going to be a mechanic lien, right? It means one of the subcontractors uh, put a lien Didn't against the property. Paid. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? So, um, but if, with this structure in place, and long as everyone knows what's expected, shouldn't be any issues when it comes to that. But there is a title search that's done, and there's also an inspection that's done as well. Mm -hmm. So they'll send an inspector out just to confirm that what the draw request is for, that work has been completed. Because you can only mm -hmm. get the funds for work completed. You can't get a work... You can't, you can't uh, request a draw for work that has not been done yet, right? So you want to make sure that you and your builder are on the same page and they understand that, hey, you can only get paid at that particular time for work that's completed, not work that's actively being done or work that's getting ready to be done, only work that's completed. So I just want to make sure that folks, you know, knew that as well and understood that, you know, that's how the, con the contractor gets paid or the builder gets paid is through that draw phase. And like I said, it's typically yeah. about five to seven of them. And, all those, and also, speaking of fees, every time that's done, there's a fee that's associated with that, you know, that inspector going out there and mm -hmm. just confirming that work's been done. Yep. There's a draw fee, and then there's also a fee for the inspector to go out. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. The, the fees are higher than your normal purchase, but you also have to consider that the time frame is totally different yeah a I lot mean, more risk involved too i mean yes. a lot more moving parts correct um i mean literally moving parts get it no okay yeah that was yeah over people's heads right there moving parts you Don't, know construction yeah. moving parts yeah, yeah. um yeah <laughs> but uh but nah yeah let nah. it go stick to your day job <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man, okay, yeah, yeah. But no, nah, it's just a lot, a lot more going on. So obviously, whenever, whenever there's elevated risk, there's cost that's involved. That's just Correct. what it is, you know. Exactly. So there's gonna, the rate's going to be a little bit higher. There's going to be a little bit more added cost throughout the process. Yes, because that process takes a lot longer. Because if, if you really think about it, I mean, we can get a, a loan closed in 
less than 30 days. Correct. So the time frame that it takes to, to build a house, I mean, there could have been 10 different closings in that time frame Correct. that the lender could have had. You know what I mean? So you also have to take into consideration the time. So everybody knows that you pay for someone's time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I and mean, you put yourself in the shoes of, you know, you allowing someone to borrow money from you. They have to pay you back interest, right? Exactly. So, yep. You're paying for that time. Yeah. Well, um, I hope that uh, you guys learned um, quite a bit when it comes to the construction to perm loans. Uh, they're not as popular because nowadays you can actually um, find a builder that's willing to uh, pay for the construction of that property and then you buy it whole from the builder um, that that's most more popular here in Hampton Roads than um, than the construction to perm but if you're a person that is looking to build a custom home then this option is available to you absolutely all right, guys, so earlier in the segment, we asked you guys a question, a mortgage-related question, and um, we wanted to go ahead and step into revealing that answer. So the exercise your knowledge question for today was, what loan program allows you to remove mortgage insurance when you're making a down payment of 20% or more? All right, so drum roll. Drum roll. All right, guys, so the answer to that question is the conventional loan. Yep. So for your FHA loan, it doesn't matter if you're putting 20% down, 30% down, 40, 50, 60, or 70. You are going to always pay mortgage insurance on an FHA loan. Yeah. Forever, ever? Yes. Forever, ever? My exactly. man Stacks used to say that back in the day. Yes. You know what I mean? So exactly. I Jackson. So if you are a, a, a person who has a... FHA loan now and you have more than 20% of equity in your property, refinance that that loan and get out into a conventional loan so you can remove that mortgage insurance. Mortgage insurance does not benefit you as a buyer, benefits the lender. So definitely look into that if that option is available for you. Um, USDA doesn't even have mortgage insurance. VA doesn't have mortgage insurance. So that automatically doesn't apply to those other two programs. So it's definitely that conventional loan. Now, one thing about the conventional loan is uh, if you don't make a 20% um, down payment up front, you can still um, refinance and remove mortgage insurance if you have 20% of equity in the property. So yeah, it's either well, you don't or. even have to. Yeah, you don't even have to refinance. So you could actually. Oh yeah, you can actually yeah, you call, can actually call, and call and your just servicer. Have it, yep, yeah, and yeah, have it I've, removed. It's funny. So on a home that I have in Outer Banks, I did that not too long ago because the home. We purchased it like right before the pandemic like mm -hmm. took off and all the houses appreciated drastically. And so um, I put down, because it would be purchased as a second home, I put down 10% when I bought the home. And um, I mean, literally the next year, it was already there at that particular point. But we just actually did it earlier this year where we called the mortgage company up. They did an appraisal and they were like, it was appraised for something way more than what I was even anticipating. So I was like, oh snap, that's what's up. Yeah, so um, that is good. Yeah, so then they, they'll, they went ahead and took the mortgage insurance off because I didn't want to, in my situation, you know, I know I could refinance, but, but we the, had but the, the rate, rates, yeah, the yeah. rate we had, a, I think it was a, a 3.125 we have, um, so three and an eighth we have because we bought it right when rates were low right at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we didn't want to sacrifice a higher rate in that circumstance 
for the mortgage insurance we were having on the loan wasn't that much because we did put down 10% and we have good credit because those are the two determining factors when it is when you have mortgage insurance it's always your credit score um, your debt to income plays a role into that as well and how much you put down right yeah. so all three of those things kind of you know um, and back then the loan level price adjustments were a little bit lower as yeah. well so yeah, yeah now things are different correct so <laughs> correct yeah yeah much so different. it makes it makes sense but if you are a person that has a higher rate and the rates happen to be lower then you can take advantage of refinancing and removing mortgage insurance so correct. just wanted to kind of like point out the fact that it, you don't necessarily have to make the 20 percent down payment up front correct. to remove mortgage insurance but as long as you have at least a 20 percent of equity in the property you can also um, ask for that mortgage insurance to be removed. Absolutely. So I feel like that's important information. If you did not, if you did not know, now you know. <laughs> if you don't know, now you yeah. know. I think we referenced like four or five songs in this episode. Man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Bars. I guess Bars. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's upcoming for you? Um, I know we kind of touched on it today. I got a lunch with a, a guy that I hadn't seen actually in mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, he's an investor as myself, and so. We've been kind of like on social media, like liking each other's stuff, whatever, whatever. And so we was like, <laughs> y'all was in the DMs. Nah, I mean, not DMs. <laughs> we were just like, you know, you like. He was doing his stuff. I was doing my stuff. And so we were just like, oh, we need to get together. We need to maybe, maybe there's something that I can help him with as far How as did some y'all knowledge. Communicate? He texted um, you. Nah, we was in the DMs. <laughs> Told y'all. Yeah, it was in the DMs. It was in the DMs. It goes down in the DMs, they say, It goes down in the DMs. That's like number six song right there, I think, man. We about to have a whole top ten list. Um, But, yeah, so he, you know, we've been going back and forth, and so he's a good dude, man, guy. Look, speak, speaking of uh, Yo Gotti, him and Angela together now, he, I remember he yeah. he spoke her into existence, yeah. boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I guess what they, I remember they joked, Sierra had her prayer, like, you know, Sierra yep. had her prayer song and she got Russell. Yeah. And I guess Gotti got, I don't know what he had, he had his thug's prayer, thug, wait, wait, No, whatever. it wasn't a prayer, he was like, uh, I, mean, I, know I, I got a crush on Angela. Yeah, I'm just talking about as far <laughs> yeah. as like Sierra prayer, you know what I mean? Like that was his version of yeah, whatever, that was like his, his, talking into yeah. or speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I got lunch lunch with a, um, an old friend today, so that's that should be pretty cool. Um, and then like I said, this weekend my daughter's birthday is on Monday, so we got a birthday party for her on Saturday. Uh, she loves gymnastics, so she's um, she's having a birthday party at the, the gymnastics studio that she uh, goes to. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that. I mean, it's you know seeing her in her own element, her own space. Um, this morning before school. Um, she was excited because today they were going to kind of like celebrate her birthday at school Aww. this morning. So they had her name um, on the board and said, happy birthday, Sloan. And so she lit up when she saw it. Um, you know, and I think she's at this point because she's turning three. So she's at that point now where it's like she understands what's going on. Like she mm-hmm. understands like, hey, it's, it's my, my birthday. birthday. Yeah, yep. exactly. So that was just pretty cool to kind of see her light up, you know, um, this morning. And so. On Saturday, that's going to be, you know, the goal and then, you know, the birthday party. Then one of my buddies is having a scavenger hunt at his house because it is Easter weekend. Yeah. Um, but the weather, like I said, is pretty terrible. So I don't know if that's going to be postponed or maybe they just do something inside um, for the scavenger hunt. But uh, we'll be going to that after the birthday party. And then Sunday is Easter Sunday. So uh, I'm going to my church. Yeah, church. Yep, yep. He is risen. Going to uh, my parents' church, church they go to. Which is is uh bring things full circle because it's right around the corner for where I grew up, so pretty cool to kind of go there 
And uh, we're supposed to, like, kind of color coordinate, like, me, my dad, and my son's supposed to wear a certain color, and my mom, uh, my sister, and my wife, they're supposed to wear a certain color, so I don't know. It's, I don't know. We're about to see what this looks like. I think this is not going to come out right, but, hey, look. Do your mom wear the church hats? Not for real, but she, she, she has some, and she has worn them, but that's not – like her thing, she doesn't wear them like all the time or nothing like that. But on Easter Sunday, does she? She wear may, them? she may pull it out. I don't know. I don't dust even that know. baby. Yeah, dust it off. Yeah, yeah blow the yeah, blow the blow the little dust off that joint. Yeah, yeah. So she may she may do that. I don't know, man. But yeah, that's Sunday. That's so like they actually, um, when I uh when I lived in Florida, I don't know about here because I don't even think we have racetracks here. But that was like a thing. So girls would have um brunches at these race horse horse racetrack. Um, events and they would sometimes theme them where you wear those those hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got like a, a we got a racetrack. It's not it's not like here in Hampton Roads. It's a little bit further out. It's like closer to Richmond. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, we got we have a racetrack as well. But yeah, but yeah, that used to be like a thing. And ours ours was really really nice. It was kind of like going to like Summit Point, but then yeah. like it had all the little shops and the re- good nice restaurants. And then if you go deeper into it, mm-hmm. you would. Uh, you would go to the racetrack and you can kind of like watch the races and stuff like that. So yeah, we used to we used to do that. Front. I think I had a, a birthday. I did not not think I did have a birthday event at the um the racetrack once before. Okay, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Sounds cool. It was right? nice. It was nice. I um, threw it myself. You said you threw it yourself. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, my friend. My friend pretty much did it. I just invited folks out. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But um, for me, uh, actually, I'm gonna probably try to try to go watch that Mario movie, um, depending on how my son feels tonight. Um, tomorrow we got games, I believe, volleyball and soccer. Is soccer tomorrow, or is it yeah. next week? No, it's can Is it canceled this week? But next week, I can't remember. I have to look at the schedule. Yeah. But I believe there's some type of sporting event. Um, we've been invited to do uh. Easter egg hunt on Sunday so I actually have to go and get some Easter eggs because I'm gonna donate them since it's gonna be a lot of adults and kids and stuff I feel like bringing more Easter eggs will only make it better so I have to put them together and um, get those together for Sunday Um, today I have uh, a real estate agent coming to the office because we have a short-term rental event coming up at the end of April and so we will be um, just kind of going over some of the um, event space and just kind of thinking through how we want it to play out. And um, once she's done, I'm pretty much after that just going home, honestly. Oh, well, I actually got a call from a dealership telling me that this particular truck or SUV that I have been interested in finally came in for me to go and take a look at it. And it's a three-row three row. Um, SUV. So I'm actually excited about that. Oh, that's cool. We'll see. That's I might cool. go. I mean, if it's too rain, it's too much rain outside, I probably won't go today. I ain't gonna lie to you because it's all the way like across the water. But it is exciting to know that it's there. <laughs> that's cool. Well, hopefully, don't wait too long. Right? Somebody go somebody grab that joint. Up, Everybody right? getting their tax money. Somebody go ahead and grab that joint. You know. Listen, I wish I was getting tax money. Shoot. <laughs> hmm. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that entrepreneurial hat on. It's a little different. It's a little, a little different. different. Yeah, Shoot. Yeah. Man, come February, March, and April, checks look nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. 
All right, guys. So you know that every time that we end the podcast, we always like to end on a positive note. So today's quote of the day is, everything that is created begins in the mind. Mm. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. uh, One thing, too, like I'll kind of chime in on that is like, you know, for people out there who's dreaming big, dream bigger. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know for me, I was reading something. Uh, I know, no, it wasn't me. I was actually watching the video, and God was just, you know, I kind of, kind of resonated with me where it was you like. You said you was watching a video on God. No, no, I said I was watching the video, and I said it kind of resonated with oh. me that um, a person was talking about how big their dreams are. Like their dreams are so, your dreams got to be so big that like they scare you, right? Yep. And like you ought to really dream big because if you dream, let's say you do have a really big dream, but you obtain it, then what? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then you're there or whatever. But if you dream so, so big, mm-hmm. it's almost like a constant chase. And then you're going to, you know, succeed and do so many things on that journey to that big dream. Mm-hmm. But if you dream something that's kind of like, you know, you can almost just reach it without really you know, putting your arm up, um, you know, then you're kind of limiting yourself on really what you can truly do. So, yep. yeah, I just want to make sure I put that out there. The ceiling. Have you ever uh, saw that experiment where they put what was it, fleas or something in a jar? Mm-hmm. And, like, you put these fleas in a jar, and if you mm-hmm. leave the cap open, the fleas jump out. But if you put the cap on for a certain period of time, for a certain period of time, and, they know and you that take that's the, the cap off, and they, they know that that's the ceiling, they, they don't even jump go. out the jar no more because they've already set the ceiling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, guys, so that's all the time that we have today. Please follow uh, me on Facebook or us on Facebook and Instagram. Mine's is SKB underscore mortgage. Yep, and mine is Brian with the Y underscore Royster, R-O-Y-S-T-E-R. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we will see you next week. See you next week.